Welcome to Ladder Talk Live, a podcast for leaders, thinkers, and future makers. Covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career management. I'm your host, I'm Coach Polina. Good morning, good morning, good morning, each and every one of you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today, we are in for a real treat. Today, we're going to talk about what are some common misconceptions about money with our very special guest, Coach D of Enhancing Your Finances. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing some common misconceptions about money. We'll talk about the idea of money, what's so important about it, how we can... um, leverage our resources a little bit more. And we're going to have Coach D, who's really going to be focusing in on how to help us do that. So let's bring her on. Good morning. How good are morning. You? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for, for joining us. I'm super excited to have you. As you know, I'm a big, big fan of what you do. It is absolutely very important <laughs> to everyone at every level to understand how to budget. Can you introduce yourself to, to the audience? Absolutely. So I am Coach D. I'm a budget coach. I am from Pennsylvania. I'm from a small town. It's called Ambler. It's right outside of Philadelphia. Um, and I've been helping people enhance their finances for over 15 years. I have just recently turned it into a business. And we are grateful for that. If you're not following her, um, before we get started, how can we connect with you as well? Because you are very big and very good about posting content on uh, budgeting on an everyday basis. Every day I'm popping in, I'm seeing you. So where can we follow you to get started? Oh, thank you so much, first of all, for that. Um, I am at Enhancing Your Finances on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, um, and then uh, in the near future, YouTube. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. You will uh, see all of that in the show notes as well. So um, I'd love to talk about some of the myths that come with money, or maybe even some of the things you've experienced with your clients as it pertains to money, um, money myths. Uh, So some of the things that I've seen is um, money, money is just a piece of paper. Um, you can't buy happiness with money. What are some myths that you have experienced and how has your business enhancing your finances um, done to debunk those myths? Okay. All right. So a common myth is I don't need to get started right now. I have plenty of time. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest myth that I hear all the time. You know, as far as I'm concerned, is you have to, you know, get ready. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Right. Mm -hmm. So just like with the pandemic, for those of us who, you know, were prepared, it didn't hit us as hard. Of course, we couldn't be 100% prepared because you don't know what's happening, when it's going to happen, but you can be a little more prepared to make things easier and the hit will be, won't be as hard. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and I like to speak about preparing for retirement as starting at a younger age, puts you at a better position. A lot of people think that they can wait. They can wait. I'm only in my twenties. I'm only in my thirties. But just think about it. What you pay for things right now is not what it's going to cost when you get older. So starting to prepare later is going to put you at a disadvantage because you will ultimately not have enough money because the value of the dollar won't be the same. Mm. If If you think about right now, we're going through inflation. With that right now, you know, you used to could get things for a dollar that now you might pay for four dollars for it. So just think how much more will it cost when you do get older? So just starting now is is important. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's so important because I imagine many people 
have that thought. You know, I'll start saving once I get to that big job or that big career. But right now I'm just, you know, making ends meet. But to, to think that the more time you wait, the, the longer it's going to take you to actually save that money. And that's money out of your own pocket that you won't have later because you can't really nowadays, let's just be honest, rely on Social Security. Exactly. And then, you know, with the possibility of it being cut and it's just so much going on, you just can't depend on anything. You just have to kind of prepare yourself so that ultimately you're secure regardless of whatever happens. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And to the so uh, one of the myths, as I said, I, I've seen is money is is made of paper. So the truth is, yes, paper, paper money is just one form of currency. But other forms include coins, digital cash. Paper money has been popular, popular popularized hey, <laughs> because it's easy to carry in your wallet or purse than coins or bills. However, coins have been used as currency for centuries and digital cash is, cash is becoming increasingly common as well. Uh, the second myth, you can't buy happiness with money. The phrase you can't buy happiness isn't exactly true. It's more accurate to say that you can't buy happiness directly with money. But having money certainly makes happiness easier to obtain. If you do not have enough money for everything you want, then you'll need to prioritize what's most important so that when you do spend uh, on something extra like a vacation, it feels like a treat rather than an obligation. Yes. What do you tell people who are looking to budget, you know, what, what are some of the common things people um, are one looking to budget for? And what are the common things um, from your experience that typically goes to the wayside that people continue to like push off, push, push off when it comes to budgeting? Okay. So a common thing people are saving for are uh, paying off debt. They want to pay off their debt. They want to go on vacation. Um, but a lot of times, you know, it's stuff you can do. You can afford to do, but you're not managing your money. A lot of people feel like, you know, I, I don't make enough. When actuality, you probably do make enough. You're just not managing what you're making. Ultimately, mm -hmm. not seeing what you have going on is what causes the biggest problem. So I encourage people to budget so that you can do the things you want to do and still manage to save and handle all your financial responsibilities. So my thing is to make sure you're budgeting and make sure you're entering into your budget the things that you like to do for instance going on vacation because a lot of times we don't include things like that and then when it's time to budget we don't have any money left over because we didn't incorporate that into our budget absolutely what do you encourage people to do first you know they finally have said you know i want to be financially aware you know this week we're talking about financial literacy and you know people uh, of the show have said yes i'm committed to being financially aware um what do you recommend they do first as they begin to really um, take control of their budgeting okay so the first thing i do with all of my clients we set a goal because we need to know where we're going, where we're heading. So we have something to follow us along the way and something to keep us going. Mm -hmm. um, the second thing that we do is we get to know our numbers. That is the most important thing to do because you need to see what exactly you have going on. You need to know how much you're actually bringing in. And a lot of times we think about the money we make per hour instead of thinking about removing it. We have to think about what you're paying in taxes, how much has come out of insurance, how much is coming out for retirement benefits, um, union dues. It's a lot of things that come out of paychecks that we don't consider that when we're creating our budget. And then we start off with our budget not working from the beginning because we only thought about the gross amount instead of the net amount. That's right. 
Uh, a lot of people, just to give kind of round numbers, you you, you think, oh, I've got this $100,000 a year that you're bringing home 100000 but really it's like 70, 80000 you know, depending on the state that you live in and how much extra you're allocating to 401k and all of those extra things. So now you're no longer making 100000 you're only making 80000 But to your point, our, um, living the life of I'm making every cent of that hundred thousand when that's not really always the case and never the case. Let's just be honest. Yes. And another thing too, we like to focus on our, our numbers as far as the things that we have to pay for, because people do not, you know, in their budget, think about things that fluctuate in price, you know, whereas one bill could be a hundred dollars this month and it could be 150 next month. They don't put that cushion in there for if it were to go up, Right. And then, you know, then we're all our budgets mixed up. Our numbers don't match and our budget is ruined. Yes. Yes. That's so key because those those fluctuations make a big difference when you're when you're balancing your numbers at the end of every month or however frequently you're doing them, because there are certain things, you know, you may, um, you know, have be home more and your electricity bill is a little higher or your gas bill is a little higher because you took a trip or whatever. So certain things, although it seems to be, you know, minimal, it, it is a big difference. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What do you recommend um, for people who are drowning in debt and in their finances feel like they they're stuck? in a place because they're not really making what the people who are really living paycheck to paycheck. What is your advice to them when they really have no extra money coming in to be able to even save anything? Okay. So for that, I recommend number one, we're going to be creating the budget. Number two, looking at your numbers because yes, it might be tight. You might be living paycheck to paycheck, but chances are you have more money available than you realize mm. because you're not looking at it. A lot of people, you know, they get paid, they go out, they spend, they enjoy life, and then they want to pay their bills. So then you're working with less money, and then it, it makes you feel like you have, you're in a tighter financial situation than you really are because mm -hmm. you're not really looking at your numbers. Mm -hmm. So I would say with someone like that, the first step is to really look at everything. Look at your income, look at your expenses, and really see exactly how much you have left over. Because maybe if you didn't go out last weekend or if you didn't, um, buy that extra thing on Amazon or, you know, I like Amazon too. No. <laughs> if you didn't buy that extra thing, you probably will have more money available to put into your savings. Mm -hmm. It's important. I said on Monday's episode that you need to know how much it costs to be you. Yes. Yes. yes you know, yes. And, and with that, we're talking about how much does it cost? What what are your what are your fees? You know, your mortgage, your rent, your um, your um, insurance, you know, all of those things, because if you don't really know, how are you really, truly um, budgeting accurately or, or in the smartest way? Exactly. And you know what? My topic for Monday on my page also was money management. My mm -hmm. quote was managing your money is more important than making the money because a lot of times it's not that you're not making the money, you're just not managing the money and just learning how to manage it will help it to stretch and do more for you than not managing it and ultimately not having the money because mm. you wasted it. Mm. Now let's go back to uh, the, the, the controversial topic of money not buying happiness versus money does buy happiness. What are your thoughts on that? Especially because you get to see it from the perspective of your clients. 
do you find that money truly does buy happiness based on you've taught them to budget? Now they can actually afford some of the things that they couldn't before. What are your thoughts on the topic? My thoughts are that, you know, it can't necessarily buy you happiness because anything can happen. Anything can come up and throw you off, but it can definitely make you happier when you have it to do the things you like to do, you enjoy to do and want to do. So I would say I would focus on managing it to be able to do the, the things that you want to do. So, but just don't have that be the thing that makes you happy. You have to make yourself happy by the things that you do. Don't let the money, you know, be the result of your happiness. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's a controversial topic. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> and, and um, you know, we, we can see uh, rich people all day, right, on TV and, and listen to their music or watch their movies and things yeah. like that. But they'll be the first to tell you it doesn't buy you happiness because you can buy every single bag, every single house, go on every single trip. But if you get that 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 um, awareness that you're sick or, or something, a, a, someone has passed yes. away, you yes. know, money sometimes can't buy those things back right you know? and it also can't buy you time in some situations so it is important that you enjoy the journey to getting where you're going and, and where you will continue to go because again you can't take it with you as they say exactly <laughs> that's another thing we need to think about too exactly <laughs> not how to do things with your money but i mean we're talking about budgeting but figure out how to plan for the future and also set your children up for a better position to help them to live a more comfortable life and to do better than we did. That's the goal ultimately. Mm. And let it stop with you. Yeah. Uh, that, that was the topic on Monday too, was talking about, you know, when it comes to planning and being left with a burden of if something does happen to you, who's going to pay for that? Who's going to pay for for your home going and, and all of those things? So make sure that you're not only planning for your life, but planning for your afterlife as well. I mean, I know it's controversial. Don't want to say, nobody wants to talk about that, but nobody <laughs> wants to talk about that. <laughs> but it's true. You have to be aware that that is inevitable for every every single person. Yeah. So why not be prepared for it? Set them up for success. Set them up so that they can start a business or do whatever, what they choose to do. But that's why it's important to also have the conversations of that financial literacy. If they get this influx of money, that they're not going to just spend it all at the mall or whatever. What are you going to do with it? Do you encourage, do you talk, talk about that in your, in your coaching of teaching them how to um, manage their money, not just from saving here and saving there for that, but also educating them on other things they could be doing with their money? Absolutely. I do because that is actually my purpose is to educate people so they can learn because I have my financial struggles is which is how I personally got started. So I want to help people so they can learn and not make those mistakes and ultimately share it with their family so that they can prevent them from having that mistake. You know, a lot of people feel like, you know, I, I have a lot of money, so um, I don't need to budget, but ultimately it, regardless of how much money you have, you need to budget to keep that money or to be able to, grow that money without budgeting your money could go anywhere and you can go quickly from having a lot of money to no money because you didn't prepare for it and then you have to try to build it up and if you don't know what to do with it, okay. it it's harder to get back to where you were whereas it's easier to maintain and manage it and help it to grow from from above absolutely absolutely i, I love that part what you said there because a lot of us are thinking up to our nose you know, what they can see, but it's that future that you really need to understand, but you also need to be, teach yourself, how did you get here? 
Yes. Why are you here? So that you won't do the same thing again. Absolutely. That, that's that's what's most important. I mean, you know, you can get to a point financially where you no longer have to look at the price tag, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't. That's it. That's it. Because you don't know what's going on in your bank account. You don't know what can happen out of nowhere. And then you're stuck with now I have all these things, but then now I don't have any money left. Then you're at a point where maybe you have to sell those things. Right. You didn't manage it properly. Now you have all those things to show for it, but no money to mm. live your life. Yes. Yes. I, I think that's that that part right there is is important because um, it's our longevity. Yes. Like you said, you you never know where we're going to go, what's going to happen in, in this world. So be aware. Be aware. I was listening to a um, YouTube with Earn Your Leisure and Steve Harvey, and he was talking about how years ago, early 2000s, he had an accountant. And every year he would pay his taxes, write a check to the accountant so the accountant could pay IRS. It's like $100,000 a year were her ta his taxes. And... The, the accountant passes away and the assistant is clearing, you know, up their their um, uh, office and found these checks that were uncashed, unsent to the IRS. Turns out that exact amount would be deducted from Steve Harvey's bank account, but it was going into the uh, accountant's bank account. He was. Yeah. And so he was significantly behind in paying the IRS. Mm -hmm. So. It's, that's also important. Sometimes we put the responsibility in other people's hands, but sometimes yes. we need to double check their work because yes. we are humans and it's entitled okay. to error. Yes. And I like to say too, it's okay to have an accountant to help you and guide you and really make sure you're doing the right thing. But it's important to know exactly what you have going on, what you're doing so that you can see things when they're wrong. So no one can take advantage of you. So that's mm. also another important part of learning how to manage your money, your financial um, literacy, because you need to know what's happening. You need to know what's going on. Even if you're not checking all the time, you should be like, if you have an accountant, if you don't have an accountant, you should be checking a lot. Mm -hmm. Be familiar with what's going on with your, your expenses and your income and your bank accounts. But if you have an accountant, make sure that you take time and schedule time to check your things as well. Mm -hmm. We want to trust them. We want to trust them. And, you know, sometimes we have a relationship with our accountant where we never have to worry, but you just don't know. And it's important to just make sure you're checking. That's right. That's right. Now, how how can we work with you? Do you have any programs coming up where the, the listeners can can follow you and, and participate in the program? Or maybe you have an offer for for the audience that you'd like to share? Absolutely. So I have a free workshop every month on the third Thursday of the month. It is called Manage Your Money to Success. And if you would like to attend the next one, simply go to www.managermoneytosuccess.com and register whenever you're listening to it. Uh, this uh, podcast, there will be one the next month. So definitely that. Um, my website is in www.enhancingyourfinances.com. Um, and also I have a boot camp that I will be launching on January 1st, 2023. So I will be excited to have people join for that. In that boot camp, we will learn how to manage our money. We will change our mindset. We will create our financial plan. We will set our goals. We will learn about saving, how to build our savings without making more money. We will learn how to understand our debt. So in that 30 days, it's going to be intense, but you'll be a different person from when you started to when you ended. 
I love that. And the way to kick off the year, let's yeah. get finances on track That's right. early. Let's start off with healthy habits into a new year. So um, tell us again, what is the website to join the monthly workshop? That is the third Thursday of every month. What is that again? It is ManageYourMoneyToSuccess.com. ManageYourMoneyToSuccess.com. And then your main website as well. It is EnhancingYourFinances.com. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Coach D. What what words of wisdom would you like to leave us with? And I have one final question as well. Okay. All right. So I would like to leave, leave everyone with, if you are not managing your money, the time is now to start. It is still time to get on track and have some movement, have some traction before 2023 starts. I like to encourage people, you start now. You'll be further along next month than you were today. Mm -hmm. If you don't start, you will remain in the same spot or set, be set back by other things that come up. So my word of encouragement is to start now. Yes, yes. And my final question for you is, as we're ending out the year and beginning a new year, what is your 2023 goal? If you could name one of your top goals, what would you say it is so that when we come back at the end of 2023, we can talk about if you have, have met that goal because, you know, I'm, I'm everybody's accountability partner. So um, I'm checking you out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So I'm going to say it before you and everyone listening. My goal for 2023 is to help 100 individuals create their financial plan. To, to build their success in finances. Yes, 100 people will be impacted by you in your program. Um, and it starts with whoever's listening. Um, so for those of you who are listening and thinking to yourself, you know, I, I said I was going to wait to get my finances in order. Doesn't seem to be helping me any. So definitely go to her website to sign up for um, her workshop. But get yourself ready. We're starting off 2023 strong. Be one of the 100 who gets their finances in order in 2023. So thank you so much, Coach D, for joining us. We truly appreciate you. We will continue to follow your journey. And we'll see you all uh, tomorrow. We'll be back at 11 a.m. Eastern. We are live in Cabo. So I look forward to seeing you all from um, the beautiful beach of Cabo tomorrow. We're talking about what are some easy ways to start improving your finances. So we'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks, Coach D. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for watching the latest episode of Ladder Talk Live. That last episode was jam-packed full of information. I know I took a lot of notes. I hope you were able to do the same. If you find yourself at the end of this episode wondering how to get your career back on track, or if you need just a little bit of career clarity, make sure you go to coachwalina.com to sign up for your free complimentary career consultation. Let's get your career aligned to where you're looking to go next. Again, we're here to help everyday people live extraordinary lives. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever you watch the podcast so you are in the know when new episodes launch and new opportunities to learn are available. I'll talk to you soon.